is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Daily Dose here on the Red Pill Project. My name is Vince Tagliavia, filling in for Joshua Reed tonight. Once again, he is on the road as we speak with Spotty service so i'll be filling in here unless he contacts me going here going forward here but we have a lot to talk about tonight georgia guidestones are no more things globally are unfolding this is wild a wild day i don't think anybody expected this on top of many other things we're going to look at today we're going to start with this though because it's been breaking all day and progressing uh if you're new to the show this is a show live monday through thursday we cover the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, globalists taking over governments worldwide, just everything to do with it and the news as it pertains to it. And we get together with the community. We figure out what's going on in order to better prepare ourselves for the future. 
stay informed, and make the best decisions possible. Uh, so welcome, everybody. It's a beautiful day. It is July 6th, 2022, or July 6th, 1984, as many people are saying, because we are we find ourselves in the midst of Wonderland, and it doesn't seem we can shake it. Good evening, everybody. <clears throat> Tuning in live over there on DLive, Rumble, Pilled, uh, Telegram, etc. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do have the Battle of the Streams occurring. If you donate live during the show, sometimes you could put a message in there. I will do my best to catch all of those as we go. Thank you all for your continuous support. Just, it really, it warms my heart, the overwhelming support that you guys offer to all of our programs, including uh, our morning show, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince, and this show and the Saturday show, Mars Chronicles as well. You guys are just absolutely outstanding, so I want to thank you all before we get started and uh, get going. Just quick, some quick housekeeping as well. We have a schedule this week. Joshua will be back tomorrow. We'll have our normal scheduled program with Joshua Reed. He is just outstanding when it comes to putting the pieces together, looking at all the news that's occurring and really postulating great theories on what's occurring and looking into the future and uh, guessing, if you will, what might occur next. And uh, I'm happy and sad to say he is spot on a vast majority of the time. And we see that day by day as we go through this. Uh, so yeah, tomorrow we'll be back to normal schedule. Joshua will be back, and he'll be interviewing. Uh, we're really excited to have Susan Swift on. She's an attorney with the Right to Life League, which is the oldest pro-life organization in America. They're going to discuss everything pro-life, and uh, she'll be offering everything she has in that regard, and we're really excited. And then Josh is going to pick up right where we left off with the unfolding global conspiracy and the world U.S. financial news as it pertains to the global conspiracy and go into it. And he's probably going to touch on a lot of the things we covered this week that he has unfortunately not been able to uh, do his live rants on uh, with all of us. But yeah, we're excited for Josh to come back. I know you all miss him greatly. I do as well. And I just want to sit and ask him questions. What does he think about all of this that's going on? I want to know what you guys think about everything that's going on as well, which is part of the reason why we have the social red pill app. Please join there, share your thoughts, opinions, uh, also in the comments, it works as well over there on Rumble or uh, Clout Hub or elsewhere. To join the private social network, you can go to www.socialredpill.com, join for free and participate, or you can subscribe and support decentralized news and media, and that is fantastic as well. Greatly appreciated. Um, Friday night, we have conversations on the fringe at 6.30 p.m., Pacific, I'm sorry, 6.30, yeah, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a guest, Kathy O'Brien, and Josh Reed and Kathy will be discussing mind control. She's a victim of government mind control programs, and it's going to be fantastic. We're going to decouple from this uh, Monday through Friday rat race and news and unfolding global conspiracy and talk a little bit more on the fringe the real fun stuff, unplug and start unwinding. And on Saturday, me and Jim Bob are going to be live 5.30 p.m. Pacific with vampires. Our vampire special, we're talking all vampires just for fun. And it's going to be a blast. So tune in Saturday if you've got time. Uh, join us to talk about vampires. It'll be a blast. So I can't wait to see, see some of you there. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, I thank you all for making uh, Red Pill Project a part of your daily routine to get your news, figure out what's going on, and staying frosty. Right. You guys are just absolutely destroying it in the chat. Thank you so much. We're going to get right started. We're going to start with the Georgia Guidestones because I don't know if you guys know, saw it. They are completely leveled as of a couple hours ago. But before we do, let me stop there before I go on a rant and lose track and um, <laughs> read some of these acknowledge some of these donations from you guys. Jenica gifted a one month subscription to me. Jenica, thank you so much. Now I get to keep my uh, my red pill. Uh, emote. Uh oh. How am I doing? Am I still okay? My uh, I'm getting some issues on my end here. Technical difficulties. Uh, Dave Beck donated three ice creams. Thank you, Dave Beck. Let me get a five five if you guys are okay. My uh, my end's freaking out. Yeah, here we go. I'm frozen. Testing, testing. Am I good? Yeah. All right. Uh, Grits donated two lemon. Enlightened science, uh, enlightened science donated an ice cream. End time ice cream, two ice cream. Run Darrett, one ice cream. And Love the Beach said, boom, bye-bye, Georgia Guidestones. Thank you all so much. I think I'll be okay. Um, my Zoom is kind of bugged out right now, but I think I'm okay. We'll see how it goes, and we can troubleshoot along the way. Don't worry. Okay. Let's look here at, well, maybe not. Let's look here at the Georgia Guidestones completely leveled <clears throat> proof there they are laying flat that's it it's over why well in the early hours of the morning there was an explosion heard at about 4 a.m. local time and apparently um, somebody set off an explosion uh, explosive at the Georgia Guidestones damaging them. We have the video of that explosion they've released, but they haven't released the uh, they haven't released much more, but they have released more. But here's the CCTV footage that shows the detonation of the Georgia Guidestones. Just so you guys know, these are monitored 24-7 by, the I believe, the sheriffs in that county. And um, why they didn't see this early and send someone over is kind of mysterious to me. Um, but, I mean, that's what happened apparently. So here, let's watch this video real quick. No audio, just boom. And it completely destroyed one pillar in one foul swoop there. People are analyzing this and they're saying, there's a big flash right before. What's that about? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I haven't done a frame-by-frame -frame analysis of this, but there it is. Completely destroyed. Uh, one whole pillar. And we've covered this pretty extensively. I think most people probably know what these are. And it's kind of a mystery. And it does have uh, conspiracy around it and whatnot. Uh, one of the most concerning things about it is that it says to keep the population below 500, maintain the population below 500 million. People interpret that in different ways. And a lot of people say it's satanic and that it's genocidal and that it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know personally. I'm going to sit on the fence on this one, but I want to know what you guys think. Uh, it has a list of like commandments on them uh, that are mostly seemingly positive, but then there's the uh, the odd one about population and whatnot. And I found that generally people that um, are really like, oh, they're good, they're fine, they, I can't believe this is happening, these guidestones are a piece of art, uh, they're generally people that are all on board with climate change and Green New Deal and this kind of thing, and that, you know, oh, overpopulation, 500 million people would be great, and this kind of thing. That's just what I've noticed. I did. I think there may be a conspiracy here. Um, <laughs> clearly, a lot of people are speculating on what the heck's going on, but uh, Candace Taylor's being thrown under the bus. The articles that were published early this morning after this news was breaking... Uh, mentioned her. I believe the one I read was from Fox News that I covered uh, this morning on Coffee with Andrea, and they mentioned Candace Taylor is against the Georgia Guidestones, and well, she is, because she's all about life, and she's all about good things, and she doesn't find them to be positive. She said that if she were elected governor of, of Georgia, which unfortunately the election was tampered with and she didn't make it, uh, that she would definitely make it a priority to demolish and get rid of the Georgia Guidestones. And just uh, one month ago, I noticed that um, John Oliver, the actor who plays on the uh, last week's show tonight, I don't know what network that's on anymore. I don't I don't watch TV, but used to be on Comedy Central and these kinds of networks. Uh, terrible, terrible uh, man. Probably involved in the sickest ways like a lot of the Hollywood actors are. Uh, just if I had to guess, I would say that, but I don't know. I don't know him. However, uh, he does spread a lot of propaganda and silly information on his show and uh, misleading, misguided information. Uh, so a month ago, he had a show where he had an entire segment on the wonderful Candace Taylor, where he um, talks about the Georgia Guidestones specifically and kind of made jokes about it, made light about it. Um, and I just thought that was interesting that just a month ago they are discussing that, and now we see this, almost like what it crosses my mind. And, and earlier this afternoon, I had to jump into Zoom with Roxy and Sparky, and we tried to get other people in there from the app, but we were only in there for maybe 20, 30 minutes discussing what would, what would what's going on. And this morning I hadn't really had a lot of time to, to mull it over. I, I, it was breaking, and we went live, and we covered it. Um, but after talking to Roxy and my phone just nonstop going off and watching these more, more and more videos as they come out, which there are more released by, uh, there are more released, but we'll get into in a second. I think, you know, I come, it just, I postulate maybe, what if this was one of John Oliver's radical employees? Like, didn't they just uh, pretty much uh, go onto federal property uh, and trespassed to film? And uh, I would, I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe, who knows, right? It could be anybody who did this. It could be somebody on the right. It could be someone on the left. It could just be somebody experimenting with explosives. Some people are speculating it's not even explosives because they haven't released the footage of the perpetrator setting up the explosives. It, they just released the video of it exploding. And then they also released a video of a car pulling away almost 10 minutes later after the explosion based on their CCTV video. 
I think I have that right here. So they released more footage. This is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. They were on site after this occurred to investigate the situation. This is from this morning's explosion that destroyed the Georgia Guidestones. Car pulls up. They believe this is the perpetrator. I guess that's the word for it, right? Driving away or driving by. Here's the video of the explosion again. Look at the time, 3.30, uh, I'm sorry, 4.03 a.m. is when this explosion took place. And you see it collapse. Oh, it's an odd video. Uh, 4.03 a.m., okay? That's the explosion. This car drives away. Oh, it is actually exactly the same time. My mistake. 4.03.37, 4.03.43, the car drives away. Okay. So it is right as the explosion happens, essentially, the car drives away, okay? My bad on that. My correction. Um, and here is uh, the structure completely demolished. They said, for safety reasons, the structure has been completely demolished. They sent in a uh, loader, or not a loader, they sent in like a excavator and knocked it over. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was an act of God, some people are saying. Who knows? It could have been maybe a projectile of some sort. I don't know, you guys. Um, let me know what you think, because uh, it's interesting to hear what people are saying. Candace Taylor seems to think God works in mysterious ways, and God is going to do what God wants to do is kind of what she's saying on Twitter, and people are going absolutely ballistic. Uh, they can't stand her because, well, that's just how people react to winners. <laughs> All right, real quick. Uh, I'm going to have to divide this up, so I, I'm trying not to miss any of these wonderful uh, supportive donations. And I want to glance through these comments real quick. Pammy Pam Pam is celebrating a three-month subscription streak. Thank you, Pammy Pam Pam. Uh, there's more on this as well that was brought to my attention just before I went live. Uh, Pammy Pam Pam also donated 17 ice cream. Ah, thank you, Pammy Pam Pam. Love it. End Time donated four ice cream. Yay, donated six lemons. RPG donated three lemons. Ali D donated one ice cream. Thank you, guys. Thank you all. Thank you all. I appreciate it. You guys are, are great. <clears throat> so another thing about this is there is a slab that says a lot of information about a pseudonym of the creator who we don't know who the real creator of this monument was. Uh, there's a lot of speculation and the theories around that. But uh, one thing that it does say is that underneath this location is a time capsule to be opened on blank. There's no open on date for the time capsule reveal so there's a time capsule under this thing no one's talking about this well shout out to sonia and some of the red pill family bring it up to my attention just minutes ago uh, when are they going to open that up who's in charge of this uh i don't know the answers to these questions if you guys do let me know also yeah no nothing reference to the boards here that i'm aware of and uh it's been quiet on that front um but i do <clears throat> i do want to ask if anybody has found or done themselves a frame-by-frame a -frame analysis of the videos of the explosion and this kind of thing, that would be awesome. I also would love to see them release more footage because there should be footage of somebody placing explosives on the monument. Why aren't they releasing that? Why aren't they releasing a description and trying to catch this person? Because this is, you know, an illegal, an illegal act, whether you're 
happy this is destroyed or whether you are indifferent or whatever. Um, it's odd to me that they don't release all of the footage. Is there, you know, come on. It really, it really gets me. And this is why there are conspiracy theorists. It's because people conspire and it's obvious. I can't wait for more information to come out about this. Um, it's just a very interesting thing to happen today. Uh, thank you, Ponlo Picasso, for the cookie. And Mez. <laughs> Mez gifted a cookie and says, This war is real. God wins. Amen to that, brother. Thank you for the gift. Yeah, would have loved to see uh, <laughs> a Q post today, but that didn't happen. So, hopefully we can see this time capsule. Could you imagine? My mind is just going crazy. Like, what could possibly be in there? Maybe it's empty. Who knows? But let's dig it up. What harm can it do? People are also saying, you know, they just started up CERN, like, what, 24 hours ago or 48 hours ago or so? And then this happens? Come on. What the heck? Are the tides turning? What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Nope, they didn't explode the ground. The time capsule's buried. So. Let's dig it up. I'm just kidding. Let's not dig it up because it's not our it's not our thing to do, but somebody whoever's responsible for that should be digging it up and sharing it with the world. That would be awesome. Uh anyway, what else am I missing anything here? Oh yeah, I was as I was saying, if anybody has a video of somebody doing a deeper analysis on this, like a frame by frame video analysis or an explosive expert analyzing the actual explosion profile, that'd be awesome. I saw some people on Twitter saying things like, well, you know, I didn't see any uh, explosion residue that you typically find in the rubble or on the surrounding um, granite slabs. So that seemed odd. Like maybe it was a kinetic destruction um, or some kind of specialty explosive or some, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I don't know any, I'm not an explosive expert, but if anybody is, uh, I'd love to hear your input. Like maybe you're just, whatever that is, I would appreciate any feedback. Um, aside from that, I mean, this is where we're at. A lot of great analyses going on today and probably live right now as well on this but that's pretty much where i i'm at here <laughs> you guys are awesome all right let's get on to the news and events of the day other than that but definitely wanted to get this out of the way let me know your thoughts in the comments or on the app or however you want to get in touch with me you can find me on twitter just look up my name with an underscore at vince taglevia and you can find me there and as soon as I get in touch with Josh, I'm asking him his damn thoughts. I'm sure you all want to know too, but we're going to have to wait 24 hours for that, but that's okay. <clears throat> McDav said, the time capsule says Trump 2024. Speaking of Trump, he's posting over there on Truth Social. If you guys are over there, I'm over there. You can give me a follow. I'll follow you back. If I don't, just give me a nudge. I don't get 100%, but I, I do from time to time go on there and try to get back to y'all. Check this out. This really tickled me. Donald J. Trump, 10 hours ago. During my four years in the White House, I didn't use everybody's favorite airplane, the Boeing 757 we campaigned on for our big 2016 win. 
Now it has been completely modernized and renovated and looks great. All done in the great state of Louisiana and coming back to the skies in the fall of 2022 or maybe sooner. Get ready. What? Coming to the skies in the fall of 2022 or maybe sooner. Okay, so this really, I'm just like, why are you saying this, man? Don't play with my emotions, Trump. Oh, and it's actually, I haven't even watched this full video, but it's a, looks like a time lapse of them doing their work on the plane. That is awesome. I thought it was an image. Okay, wow. So, Trump. Why do you have to, why do you have to talk like this? Makes me very excited, but I don't know what the heck the plan is or what's going on, but I hope he's right. And I hope this, uh, hits the sky when he says, or sooner. Um, That'd be great. I don't know if y'all saw that, but... Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Hello. Am I good? All right. Bear with me. I'm having Zoom issues. I think I'm still live. Oh, lordy. One second, y'all. Let me grab this. See if I could fix this. Good googly moogly. Sorry for these technical difficulties. I'm not even sure if y'all could hear me, but if you can, bear with me here. Come on. If it's not Kevin, it's something. What the heck? All right, my mouse has gone rogue. Oh, yes, I think I'm okay. All right. Well, my picture's not okay. <laughs> I'm very serious. Okay. Let me see if I could uh, get this to not end on me here. All right, let's try this. Emergency actions. All right, I don't know if y'all could hear me. We're gonna get into the rest of the news and events of the day here in just a moment. Just need to see if I could fix this uh, China Zoom issue. Come on. Maybe. Vince is DEFCON. Vince in DEFCON 5. All right, I'm gonna go to an ad real quick. You guys, I'll be right back and try to get this fixed. If I could even do that. Five, five without video, yeah. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages and more how should you respond 
Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. All right, you guys, uh, let me share this real quick. I'm still trying to get this up. I'm making progress here. <clears throat> Bear with me. <clears throat> All right, here we go. I think we're good. Let me see. My goodness, there we go. Sorry about that. All right, getting back into it. Financial claps. Today the Fed came out with some minutes... <laughs> they're trying to uh they're talking about another 0.5 to 0.75% increase here coming up this month. Of course, they they're trying to minimize the seriousness of this global collapse and uh the market reacted positively to the news at the end of the day after being rather flat throughout the day. We'll see. <laughs> this is a slow decline up up down 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 two steps forward. Three steps back, all the way, as Josh has said, we're going to see. Um, big news with oil. Oil actually dipped down below $100 for the first time in a while. Um, and uh, news came out <laughs> from JP Morgan. They said the oil price could triple to $380 per barrel. Triple. Uh, which means eventually our what you're paying will triple or there won't be any availability. Um this would be from Putin reducing oil expor- exports from Russia. So, of course, they're going to blame it all on Russia. It has a lot to do with us cutting our own supply uh, locally with our drilling. 100%. I don't know how anybody could say anything different with a serious face, but they blatantly lie about everything from economics to science to politics. Everything under the sun they're lying their asses off so the economy the market's not doing good inflation's going wild the fed's little bumps are useless against the rate of inflation it's not looking good uh we have more data coming out this week uh as it pertains to the financial markets in the states so uh we'll be covering that in the morning tomorrow and Friday as well as during the Daily Dose tomorrow. If there's anything major breaking, we'll let you know. Um, I think this Georgia thing, though, could also be a distraction. You know, is there actually anything here? Is there a conspiracy or is this just something really interesting that happened to come up? Because remember the shooter that got arrested over the weekend that the mainstream isn't reporting on. By the way, the mainstream media isn't reporting on this Georgia Guidestone thing either. Imagine that. Why? I don't know, but this is this could be a distraction from larger things. So, we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. That's for sure, which is why we're covering the rest of this. Um 
Thank you all for sticking around, by the way, through those technical difficulties. I don't know what the issue is here. FBI Jim probably infiltrated real quick. That's all right. Uh, yay. Thank you for the diamond. She says, welcome back, Kevin and Vince. Ha ha. Very funny. <laughs> um, thank you, yay. Um, so, yeah, this could be a distraction. We saw this Highland Park mass shooter ended up being a liberal. Um, people tried to pin him as a uh, <laughs> as not a liberal and as a Trump supporter and all this. Uh, no, but he's a cross-dresser, liberal, pink hair, blue hair, all this kind of thing. I heard a rumor, but I don't know if it's validated yet, that he actually utilized the roof of his father's business to fire from. And that he had, according to Jack Sobic, he tweeted today that this mass shooting suspect had two previous incidents with police, a suicide attempt, and he had vowed to kill his family. I've also heard, saw a headline that said he was planning another shooting. Maybe that was it. Uh, who knows? But this whole situation with this guy, he's being accused, and he was actually a self-proclaimed MK Ultra victim. He's being accused of being an MK Ultra victim. He's being accused of being mentally unstable, which I think is very, very likely. Um, but it has conspiracy written all over it, and it has just... It's something that doesn't fit the narrative that they're trying to ignore. And I think that it's going to leave the... It's going, it's going to be by the wayside gone before we know it. Nobody's covering it. Um, in the mainstream at all because it doesn't fit their narrative. But, you know, I just wanted to remind everybody, don't forget about that stuff. I know a lot of people are saving information as it's being wiped for events like this so that we don't forget. But very interesting. Um, I guess his, the Highland Park shooter's father ran for mayor in that uh, area as well. Didn't make it, but not not recently, I think years ago which I thought was interesting that he was involved in government to some degree. Just another little key to the puzzle. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, a lot is happening <laughs> with Biden too. Um, Biden's communications director, Kate Bedingfield is leaving the white house. This is uh, interesting news. I wonder why could just be personal reasons. There could be more to it. I don't know. That's all I know. Just interesting to see. The rats jumping ship. Speaking of, uh, there's more of that coming up here soon. Here, I'm going to save this video for another time. But a uh, Russian businessman with links to gas giant Gazprom mysteriously found dead, according to Insider Paper. This is interesting. Just a mysterious death. No big deal. Um, how do I? How does this look? You guys see this? Okay. Um. According to the media reports, a multi-millionaire Russian businessman was shot dead at his mansion, making him the latest elite who, with ties to the energy giant Gazprom to die in recent months. Yuri Varanov, 61, the head of logistics of a logistics company that had lucrative contracts with Gazprom in the Arctic, was discovered dead at his home in an ultra-rich St. Petersburg suburb around 2 p.m. on Monday, according to the Daily Mail. He was discovered floating in the pool with a gunshot wound to the head, a grand power pistol nearby, and several spent cases at the pool's bottom. He is at least the sixth 
wealthy Russian businessman to die in mysterious circumstances since the beginning of the year, many of whom had ties to Gazprom and two of whom died in the same St. Petersburg suburb as Varnov, according to the Daily Mail. The Russian investigative community is looking into Varnov's death, which is currently being blamed on a dispute with business partners. <laughs> yeah, dispute with business partners. He's doing business with, like, the global community. According to his wife, Voronov believed he was being duped out of a lot of money by dishonorable contractors and partners. However, a number of deaths at other mansions near St. Petersburg have fueled rumors of murders staged to appear as suicides. No kidding. The old Hillary Clinton trick. A lover discovered Alexander Tyolakov, 61, a senior Gazprom financial and security official, hanged at his home in the exclusive Leninsky development in February. Investigators said he killed himself, but local reports said the body had been beaten, implying the hanging was staged. Three weeks, three weeks earlier, Leonid Shulman, 60, was found stabbed to death in his bathroom in the same housing development. Shulman was the head of the transportation at Gazprom Invest, the energy conglomerate's investment arm. Billionaire Alexander Subotin, 43, a former senior executive at energy giant Lukoil, was also discovered dead in May according to the Daily Mail. So, they're dropping like flies. Scary time to be um, somebody against the global world order. Um, I don't know I don't know who's killing who or what's going on, but this ain't good. That's all I know. Uh, congratulations, Nadine. Thank you. You are celebrating your one-month sub-streak. That is fantastic. Thank you very much. Just the typical suicides. If they hadn't been vaccinated, it would have been much worse, though. Um, so, a lot of rats jumping ship over in the UK. This is big. Uh, this number may be inaccurate because I updated this about an hour ago. It was in the 30s, then it was in the 40s, but this is... The 44 people who have left Boris Johnson's government so far, and they are calling for him to resign. He might resign tonight, you guys. It's what they're going for. This has all unfolded throughout the day, started with a couple people, and it's just unraveled. And the reasons interest me. Let me look at this article, and I'll give you my opinions after. The 44 people who have left Boris Johnson's government so far. <laughs> Here's a list of all the departures from government that have occurred outside reshuffles since Boris Johnson became prime minister in July 2019. So we're talking about um, government whip in the House of Lords, minister of state at the Department of Business, energy and industrial strategy. Uh, well, these actually go way back. Just today. Let's go down. Let's go down. Let's go down. July 6th, here we go, 44, all the way to 34, so 10 today, the Parliamentary Private Secretary at the Department of Transport, Parliamentary Undersecretary of State at the Department of Education, the Minister of State at the Department of Education, the Parliamentary Private Secretary at the Department of Business, the Minister of State at, at the Treasury, the Minister of State at the Ministry of Justice, Parliamentary Undersecretary of the State of Department for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs, Minister of State at the Department of Leveling Up, Housing and Communities, uh, Parliamentary Private Secretary to the, to the Treasury, 
parliamentary private secretary to the treasury and a, and a, a ministerial ministerial aide to the Department of Education. I'm not reading the names, but those are all the positions 10 today that have resigned. Very interesting. They're calling for his resignation. Um, this is how he found out his cabinet is waiting for him. Uh, let's watch this. It's being reported that there's a it's being reported that there's a delegation of your cabinet colleagues waiting in Downing Street, including the chief whip, the transport secretary, and your new chancellor, waiting to tell you when you finish here today that it's time for you to go. How will you respond to that? Uh, uh, Darren, Darren, you're you're asking me to comment uh, on this conversation uh, will happen in a few minutes, Prime Minister. You say you... <laughs> oh Lord, I love that. That's hilarious to me. Um, so, two people were promoted after these resignations. Someone named Nadim Zahawi and Michelle Donal uh, and they uh, they joined everybody else in asking Prime Minister Boren, John, Boris Johnson to resign after they were promoted to fill these vacant positions. So that's pretty funny. So he's trying to replace the positions, and they're just turning on him right away. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and I, I don't know if this is necessarily a good thing. This is an ind- indication that the government's falling apart over there. Uh, same thing could happen here in an instant, but I think that it's... I don't think all these people are innocent. And the thing that they're saying is, oh, you know, there's sexual allegations and this person uh, abused two women and we don't want to be a part of it. And Boris Johnson doesn't follow the health guidelines and he goes out and parties and doesn't wear masks. He's just a disgrace and immoral and we don't want any part of it. Um, Nobody's mentioning the global genocide or anything like that. Um, so it really makes me think they're just trying to put another puppet in power. They're all trying to, they're just playing their little game, their little chess game. Uh, so we'll see what happens out of it. But I don't necessarily see this as a completely positive thing. I think it's a destabilization of their government at the very least. That's clear. Maybe it is a good thing. I don't know. But this is just kind of where my mind goes. Uh, more. Oh, I guess here. More than 35 members of Boris Johnson's government have resigned in the last 24 hours, according to the Insider paper. And also, Boris Johnson fires cabinet minister Michael Grove. This just broke today as well. So, it's falling apart over there. We're going to have breaking news out of there here very soon because they're going to have to start cleaning up, replacing positions. Yeah, they have complete lack of confidence with him. They want him out. He's refusing to have a snap election or whatever they call it. So, I mean, but he doesn't have support of anybody. So I don't know how he could function. Something's going to have to give. We'll see what happens. Moving on out of this story. Um, Sad to announce, former NFL player and congressional... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was something else. This is actually something else. So a former NFL player and congressional candidate exposes racist Democrats with this video this was very interesting i don't know if y'all have seen this maybe not but sharon davison who is running for congress in arizona's fourth district did not pull any punches in a recent political advertisement about gun control quote i guess we'll watch the video uh here it is 
Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic in all 30 rounds. shit that's what i said when i saw that could you believe that he went there he called the democrats what they historically were wow holy smokes damn that man gives zero f's so wow (laughs) what yeah mic drop what a what a campaign video Holy mackerel, that man has balls. <laughs> so, man, he went there, and I haven't seen any attacks yet. I got to dig into that because talk about stirring the pot, man. They are People are going to freak out. Oh, my God, this is racist. Wait, it's what? How is this? Ra- you know what I mean? They're kind of in a, kind of, kind of in a weird spot on that one. Um, what a great spreader of truth with that bomb of a video in Canada over 100 employees are suing the airlines over and the government the Canadian government over the COVID vaccine mandate I'll post a full article on the website uh, redpills.tv but uh, this is good progress Uh, the coercion and everything there that we've seen in Canada and elsewhere is absolutely absurd people are standing up and starting to sue. Hopefully we see some positive results from there because these vaccines, they were promised to work and they're not causing more and more people to wake up and unfortunately exposing more and more victims of the jab as well, it seems. I've seen a lot of data. Um, this one really interested me. Hiding in the depths of the internet from uh, greatgameindia.com. They reported that hidden drugs lab found in Belgian NATO base that was housing nuclear weapons. So let's look at this. I saw this website and I was like, is this real? Did this really happen? This appears to be real to me. <clears throat> and they said that two people, this was published today. Two people have been detained in connection with discovery of a lab producing the illicit drug ecstasy, MDMA, on a Belgian NATO installation that holds nuclear weapons, according to prosecutors. The two people were arrested. Who were arrested were not workers at the NATO military base, according to a spokesman from the Limburg prosecutor's office in Belgium, and they were freed after being interrogated. According to the prosecutor's office, on Wednesday, June 22nd, 2022, the local police of the the Kempen discovered a synthetic drug laboratory located on the military domain in Pierre. French politician Le Fargo writes, The drug lab was dismantled by the Specialized Service of the Federal Police in collaboration with the National Institute of Criminology and and the Civil Protection, the prosecutor's office noted. Le Figaro claims that the base is situated in a region that is well-liked by drug traffickers because it is situated between Antwerp and the German Ruhr region. 
So, I wonder how many other drug labs are in these locations. And they were interviewed and released. Doesn't that seem weird to anybody else? Oh, you're making MDMA on our base? Oh, you don't work here? Okay, you're free to go. What? What the hell's going on? This is weird stuff, and it's just like this puny story that no one's talking about. Very interesting. Um, what is going on? So we have this, I found this really great article that really goes through a lot of this global things happening as far as the World War III development goes. So check this out. I, I really appreciated this. And one thing in particular brought me here, and it was that the Navy fails second hypersonic weapon test for Zumwalt destroyer which is unfortunate news. Let's go scroll down here to this part of the story. Um, the U.S. Navy failed its latest hypersonic missile test, according to a Department of Defense spokesperson on Tuesday. The missile test, which took place in Hawaii, failed after a boost mortar malfunctioned and puts in doubt the Department of Defense plan to field hypersonic weapons by 2023. The Navy's version of the missile was slated to be the primary weapon system on its troubled Zumwalt-class destroyer. The Zumwalt-class vessels were initially produced with an advanced gun system that fired guided projectiles that cost $800,000 each. After multiple reliability issues with the gun, the Navy decided to replace them with hypersonic weapons. The latest hypersonic program failure puts the U.S. Navy years behind its adversary in the Pacific, China, which has a fully functional hypersonic, hypersonic capability that includes suborbital bombardment systems. And they have a whole list of things occurring. Finland seizes Russian rail cars. Norway and Russia summon diplomats over shipping. Um... Russia slashes Nord Stream gas shipments. This has been happening. In the U.S., China, Indo-Pacific, China defends Coast Guard actions against Japanese vessels in Senkaku Islands. They've been going back and forth the last couple days. Chinese cobalt mine ordered closed by Congo government. Ooh. Philippines' new president, Marcos, reboots foreign and defense policy. Geopolitical. OPEC calls for end of Iranian and Venezuelan oil embargoes. Dutch farmers fired on by government security forces. We covered this yesterday. The Dutch farmers are protesting big time. Navy... Oh, we just read that one. So, these are a couple things happening. The Dutch farmer thing we'll talk about more here in a second. Uh, this is by the Forward Observer. Pretty good breakdown of what the heck's happening. I appreciate that by them. Uh, in Iran... Iranian authorities have arrested several foreign nationals, including British Deputy Ambassador, according to Iran's media. This isn't good. They have arrested them. And them being arrested, this made me think, is this more of like a kidnapping war thing? Or is this they're legitimately arresting criminals? And it could be either. So who knows? But hopefully time will tell. All right. <clears throat> Just checking the chats here, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for your chats. All right. Onward here. Um, uh, if you guys were unaware, Iran, China, and Russia are set to hold joint military drills in Latin America. If you guys remember a week or two ago, we talked about Russia bringing troops to South America. Now they're holding drills with their allies over there. 
drills. I don't know. I just think of uh, the war games that happen, and then suddenly, all of a sudden, the the real thing happens right after. Um, I think Josh touched on this that there are bio labs in South America as well. Maybe this is the precursor to them exposing that and having a ground operation there. Who knows? It's possible. So we'll see what happens, but they are. Iran, China, and Russia are set to hold joint military drills in Latin America. So that's according to the uh, the insider paper. We'll see what that leads to. Um, the U.S. deploys F-35 stealth fighters to South Korea for joint military drills as well. That's interesting, and it's nothing new. We've been we've been doing drills with South Korea forever, but it's just more movements of weapons around the world. So, uh, gun sales pass one million for 35, 35th consecutive month. So, and uh, there's a gun show uh, in my state, and uh, I was talking to somebody. They're like, you know, the guns. It's not even worth it to go to the gun show because everything's listed higher than you could get it online. Imagine that. So the demand for guns is absolutely astronomical. People are charging a lot because everybody wants a gun because they want to protect themselves because they can see the writing on the walls and they have that right. So more power to them, more power to you, more power to me. I would love more guns. Um, So that's an interesting statistic. That statistic comes from FBI. uh, I believe it's, let me just double check. I think it's from FBI background checks. Um, That's where they get this number. Let's go to the article and get the full details. Gun sales in the U.S. have passed the 1 million mark each month for nearly three straight years, a record being driven by people who seek to arm themselves for protection against criminals, according to new data. Yeah, FBI background checks for firearms hit over 1 million, a victory for groups that have been advocating easier access to firearms for adults who who can pass the national instant criminal background check system. These figures are a strong reminder of the values and freedoms for which our nation stands, including the right of individuals to keep and bear arms for Americans of all walks of life, said Mark Olivia of the National Shooting Sports Foundation, a gun industry trade group. Good. Cool. Interesting. So, guns and ammo. Um, Let's look at the supply chain a little bit. Western Europe is not doing hot. Uh, it looks like they're going to be the first ones to uh, really suffer, and we can see it now. Western Europe is on suicide watch as food, energy collapse get worse by the day. How many will starve or freeze this coming winter? And this sounds really doom and gloom. I get that, but I didn't write it. They wrote it. And uh, I think there's some truth to this. This is by Natural News. Western Europe is on a suicide watch as virtue signaling nations tore down their fossil fuel infrastructure and nuclear power plants to appease the greenies. Now countries like Germany, France, and the UK are facing energy catastrophe as Russia steadily reduces natural gas outflows from pipelines like Nord Stream 1, which is also scheduled to be taken offline in just five days for routine maintenance. Routine maintenance in quotes. Uh, Many European nations are worried that Nord Stream won't be turned back on believing Russia will find an excuse to keep the pipeline offline for for an extended period of time. This would be catastrophic for nations like Germany, which depend heavily on Russian gas to generate electricity and power domestic industry. Some fear the Kremlin could use planned maintenance works to turn off the the taps for good. Yeah, 
this isn't good. And this goes on and on and on and on. Germany in particular is in really bad shape because they're, they're just destroying themselves, just like the U.S. is trying to. Um, oh, here we go. So this is just an example of how bad Germany is right now. Here's a, an article. Uh, I can't read German. How do I translate this page? Come on. Uh, in Augsburg, they have been calculating feverishly in the last few days, and the result was frightening for the city leaders. According to the current status, the annual cost for electricity, natural gas, district heating, and other energy service services would increase to around 15.9 million euros to around 28.3 million euros for the current year. Um, they're trying to reduce their energy consumption. I thought in here it said... Where, where possible, room temperatures should be lowered in autumn and winter, with the exception of social facilities, such as care for the elderly. Apparently, there is also discussion about completely shutting down building complexes energetically through effective room management. The administration is currently prepping a checklist for energy-saving options for the schools. In addition, the municipal, the municipal heating systems are now to be run in energy-saving mode. The flow temperature for heating in the offices is being readjusted so the temperatures cannot be increased <laughs> and they're talking about like dimming lights and doing all these kinds of things in their communities in order to reduce their energy consumption and get by there's also a shortage of uh wood stoves and lumber or wood to burn terrible and this isn't just a, a thing that's going to affect germany this is going to be all of europe this is going to likely hit the states as well uh, we saw that crisis we had in Texas. Uh, so make sure you have an emergency kit. Make sure you're prepared for blackouts. You never know when it's an emergency or if it's a larger catastrophe, like no energy for anybody for a period of time. We don't know. So always be prepared. Be prepared to be able to create light. Be prepared to be able to heal wounds, eat food, have shelter, have warmth. All these, all these types of things. Be prepared. Um, and uh, Africa's having big issues too. Severe drought, climate change. Um, and they're asking, Somalia is calling for support from Turkey because they're expecting a severe, severe drought and they need assistance, so... We're seeing this in the U.S. as well, and it's going to affect crops globally. It's going to affect a lot of things. Resources are scarce. The weather's just absolutely haywire globally. Natural disasters are getting worse and worse and more frequent. Is it HARP? Is it these weather modification programs? Probably. Is it global warming fully? I don't think so, but what do I know? Uh, but the data doesn't really support that in my opinion, but I'm just a layman, but I do... I do know half of what I talk about. So let me know y'all's opinions on all this stuff, though. But I'm coming to a wrap here. That's all I've got for you today. After the show, though, right in about 30 minutes, we're going to, or I will be joining the After Chat, which is open 24-7. Typically, after the shows, they are the most active. Or midday, uh, anybody could jump in and 
reach out to anybody else and say, hey, meet me in the chat. I want to talk. That's what we did this afternoon, and we talked about the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, thank you, Roxy, for your time this afternoon on that and for reaching out and saying, let's talk about this because that was awesome, and you uh, really made me think about what's going on. Uh, so I appreciate that. So in about 30 minutes on the Social Red Pill, if you want to join, you can join for free today, socialredpill.com. And I'll post a link for that. If you don't see it, it's you can join now. It is in the events tab, and you will see the Zoom link. You could join, and I'll be there in about half hour. We could just chit-chat. Josh won't be in tonight, but tomorrow night after the show, uh, Josh will be holding a Q&A conversation, uh, and that'll be great. We'll probably have 20, 30-plus people in there, typically, and we'll get to pick Josh's brain after his trip to New York, which will be fantastic. We'll see. Uh how that all goes it's gonna be fantastic i can't wait josh will be back tomorrow tomorrow morning if you guys want the news early in the morning andrea and i will be live with morning coffee at 8 30 a.m pacific 11 30 a.m eastern to discuss what has happened what how the stock market opened up all these things so please tune in then and say hello and We'll be live after that with the Daily Dose. So you guys take care. We'll see you around. Thank you for bearing with me through my technical difficulties and all of your unwavering support. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. You guys never fail to deliver. I look forward to seeing you all later in the after chat on socialredpill.com. Take care. Have a great night. God bless.